What's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Five Mics. Husband, father, educator, writer, MC. The microphone gives me wings. This is the Idea of Manhood, episode 12, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 12. It's me, Solo Dolo, in the studio. Five Mics. It was supposed to be uh, Danielle, my wife, joining me today, but... uh, to keep it real, y'all, she fell asleep. Uh, mm, I'm looking down at the floor right now. Uh, she fell asleep. Uh, this was supposed to be. Yeah, this was supposed to be the sex episode. Uh, and she fell asleep. Hmm. How fitting. Uh, but no, it's hey, you know, she's a working mom. She's She works hard. It's been a long week. The kids talk us to death and she couldn't hang tonight. So this is, you know, just like real life. This is, you know, pops is up late at night making it happen because I wanted to get this to you before the end of the week. I'm already late behind schedule. Um, so, hey, it's just going to be me tonight, and that's all good. She'll join us next time. We're still going to talk about sex, but it's just going to be solo. So maybe it's just a warm-up. This is this is the masturbation episode. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's just going to be me. Uh, but it's all it's going to be all good. We're going to have a great episode. And, you know, we'll bring Danielle back, and she'll join us uh, for uh, another episode next week. And it'll be all good. Um, we're still going to have, oh, this is your first time joining us. You want to see five mics or you want to listen to other five mics episodes, catch us on iTunes, uh, the idea of manhood, uh, the idea of manhood.com. Catch me on SoundCloud, the idea of manhood, catch me on Stitcher. I'm trying to expand and get to as many different venues and uh, avenues as possible. Uh, viewership is up. Please make sure you leave reviews, make comments, tell me it sucks, all that. I need to know everything. I need to. I need critical feedback. See, I'm one of those people that can take it. So please um, leave it. Um, so this is episode 12, the idea of manhood. We're gonna title this one the warm up because we're gonna talk about sex. But hey, it's just gonna be me. And that's all good because we got to hold it down. Um, we're still going to have the segments. I'm tired segment. We're still going to have the hip hop minute. And then we're going to go into um, we're going to go into the main idea, the warm up and whatever that means. And I'll fi- I'm figuring out the top. Y'all know how we do. All right. So hold tight and uh, we'll be right back. Hold on. Boom. Boom. Yo, we're back. The idea of manhood, episode 12, the warm-up. Listen, so the I'm tired segment. So again, I do this every week. People are like, why you do this every week? I want to do this every week because you never know when people are tuning in. If this is your first episode, I do a segment every week called I'm tired. And it's just it's just a takeoff from a poem that I wrote 10 years ago by this time. Just thing I'm tired of. Things every day. Things every day that I'm tired of. And today's I'm tired of is um this is a real one. This is just, again, if, if you, this is your first time listening, I don't do a whole lot of preparing. I just come up here and talk, and it's my perspective. And we have guests. We have guests. If we don't, it's just me, and that's how we do. Um, I'm tired this week of uh, men's fashion. All right? So, listen, I'm a man of a certain age. Um, I like to stay fresh. I like to be, um, you know, have the right balance of trend and classic uh, put together, 
Um, I don't like to look dated. Uh, I don't like to, you know, I like to be comfortable, but I don't want to look like bummy. You know what I'm saying? So I take fashion pretty. I mean, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say I'm a, 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 a hype beast or anything like that. You know, anything like that. I like to look good, but I also my main thing is being comfortable and doing both at the same time. I don't like being suited and booted all the time. But here's what I'm tired of. Men's fashion right now, everything is super slim, right? Everything is super slim. And you know, I don't I don't necessarily mind it because 10 years ago everything was jive baggy <laughs> or 12 years everything was like I look back at pictures of myself from 2002 3 4 5 and you know even my hat was too big even you know the shirts I was wearing with ties looked like I was a hobo a clown or something so you know I appreciate the more put together look the slender look you know things that fit a little bit better and as you get older that's what you want you don't want to be wearing a whole bunch of baggy joints when you're 38 years old so on some level i appreciate it but i think it's gotten a little too far i think it's i think we're taking the slim look a little too far and just understand that it's not for everybody okay um now I'm 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 in I'm in good shape, at, you know. Physically, I, I I run a lot. I work out pretty much every day. You know, my eating I could do better, but you know, I'm not a small guy, right? I'm, I'm not a slim kind of guy. I've never been. When I was a kid, I had to shop at Sears and wear husky clothes, and everything was brown. Anybody know? Raise your hand if that was you. Everything that I had in my closet from the age of about 5 to about 12 was brown, and it had a little wolf on the, um, <laughs> the little wolf on the sticker, the husky joints, so you would get like size 12 each. 12 husky mean you know what I'm saying mad baggy and so I've always been you know a huskier guy or whatever and so you know these the jogger phenomenon right now everything is like elastic uh, uh elastic um ankles you know what I'm saying so like what do I look like as a grown man one wearing anything with elastic around the ankles but then two it's, it's so slim that it's like you know when I bend my knees it's like you know elastic is it, it, biker material it's lycra there's lycra in my pants ladies and gentlemen because everything is so slim I'm tired of that like can there be a balance where you could wear clothes that fit but that is not so baggy that you look dated I don't want to look dated but I also don't want to look like an H&M model because H&M is not built for guys like me um, you know sometimes Gap isn't built for guys like me um, so you know I'm a 36 way you know maybe a large extra large shirt and uh you know sometimes i get the extra large shirt if i get the extra large shirt from h&m sometimes the sleeves all the way down on my fingertips but if i raise my arm my whole belly is out like what i need some balance you know what i'm saying like Help me out. So that's what I'm tired of. So on the flip side of that, right? Oh, JD Kids got a new video. I'm watching it right now. Um on the flip side of that is 
I want guys, this is the idea of manhood. And so the whole point of this is to talk about everything from, from, from a regular guy's point of view perspective, right? So I want guys to be a little bit more, I don't want guys to get stuck, you know? It hurts my heart when I look at a guy and I could tell based on how he dressed when he stopped caring. I could tell, you know, sometimes look at dudes, you know, maybe dudes I went to college with like, yo, you stopped caring when we graduated in 2000. Stop it. You know, or 1998. Relax. Um, You're still wearing ribbed sweaters. Uh, You still have um, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Carpenter jeans. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You're still wearing single single sole Tim's. Whatever it is. You know, guys, I think it's super, super important for us to stay fresh, for us to stay um, current, not trendy. Right. So there's a difference between being trendy and, you know, you don't have to go out and get, you know, the jeans with the rips in it and the little crease marks all on the knees and the holes. And you don't have to do all that, but you can get a nice pair of jeans that fit you if you can find the right fit. You know what I'm saying? I think that's extremely important, especially as you get older. Um, there's nothing I hate worse to look at a dude, you know, that might be my age, but you look at him like, yo, are you 49 right now? Are you 53? Because based on your outfit, uh, you stopped caring in 83. Uh, but I only, I know you're 30. So what's the problem? Um, so yeah, that, that's what I'm tired of. Just the whole men's fashion thing is really odd. And so so when you flip that right it's 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 a lot and i'll talk about this in other episodes um but when you're a straight male um it's it's different it's different in terms of how you approach fashion and if you want to look nice but you you know you don't want to wear anything that's like necessary you 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 raise your arm and you see your heartbeat pounding you don't want to see all that you know so uh i think it's definitely something that we should consider something we should think about we all want to look nice we want to look good um but just be you know read a blog every now and again guys about you know what 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 current fashion trends are and you don't always have to follow a trend you know make your own style up just don't look dated don't look washed up here out in these streets you know make sure that that you're trying to hold it down for your age group age appropriate style all right so that's what i'm tired of today we're gonna come back with the hip-hop minute in a second um and then we'll be uh Tuning in to the warm up. Hold tight. Bow, bow, listen. So I always have the TV on when I'm doing these. Just, you know, it's background sound, background visuals or whatever. And there's a video I'm looking at right now. DJ Khaled. Uh, we're talking about the Hip Hop Minute. DJ Khaled's album is crazy. Uh, collaborations out of this world. So this one has, I think it looks like Jeremiah. looks like I see Trey songs. I see DJ Cal. I think the song is called Your Mind. This video, though, hmm, I'm stroking my chin. Uh, check that video out. Yeah. Um, just watch that. So, Hip Hop Minute. DJ Khaled, peep that, okay? Um, there's a lot of good music there. Jada Kiss. Jada Kiss. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Good old top five, dead or alive. Jada Kiss, 90s staple from the locks. You know, amazing solo career. Um, 
he has an album coming out. I think he just announced it today that it's going to drop in November. So definitely peep that. Um, what I just saw. I haven't been listening to a whole lot of music this week because I've been podcast heavy this week. Um, but the Travis Scott, I think I mentioned him a few weeks ago. Travis Scott out of Houston, I believe. But he's with T.I. Kind of an alternative rapper. Um almost like a like a, a punk rock rapper right he released a video today with kanye west it's called pissing your grave i pissing your grave yo let me tell you this video is like you know when you're at your job and someone's in your face and they're talking and you don't really want to hear them and they might say something and you just like go back to your desk like oh my god i can't with this person i just can't with this person um this song pissing your grave is the perfect anthem to just politely put your headphones on and turn this up to about 10 or 12 in your headphones and let it go the the, the video is exactly what I envisioned when I thought of the song, they're just out in the woods, just pissing your grave, very angry. Um, there's a special, there's a person in the video uh, that's like in the background, you're like, what, who the heck is that? And come to find out it's Most Deaf. I remember Most Deaf um, from Black Star, solo career uh, with Talib. So check that out, pissing your grave video is dope. Um, what else is going on this week? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. Everybody's still talking about Meek and Drake. It's old news. Um, but yeah, hip hop has been, this week has been kind of slow. A couple things here and there that I haven't really been paying attention to. To Actually, Danielle told me, and I, I'll let her talk about it next time she's up here. But Fall Out Boy has a, a song with some hip hop artists that recently came out. Y'all remember Fall Out Boy? Um, rock group, uh, alternative band from... The early from the mid 2000s um yeah so that's the hip-hop minute also i'm listening to a lot of podcasts and so folks might be like yo if you you got a podcast don't let anybody else shine no i'm gonna tell you there's some really good podcasts out there urban themed podcasts um i'm just gonna list them real quick y'all go do your research um and check them out i really really like a lot of the the, the content that's coming out um, I, I really just don't have the patience for radio anymore. Like I've, I've officially, it's been a while since I really listened to the radio, but I'm just, I can't do it. Like I, the radio is not meant for me. I have a friend, uh, a colleague that I work with that's in radio in DC, popular uh, personality in DC. And she told me straight up, the radio is made and directed towards eighth grade girls um and so i'm far from that and so i just know that the radio is not for me so the podcast has really filled that void where you just want you know adult discussion good dialogue thought-provoking topics so the brilliant idiots with charlamagne and what's your boy's name andrew schultz check that out amazing podcast Excellent um, points of view, funny, serious at times. They're brilliant idiots. Y'all know Charlemagne Andrew Schultz is a comedian. Uh, he has a he's an actor, and it's it's pretty awesome. And of course, everyone knows the Read with Kid Fury and Crystal. Um, amazing points of view, amazing perspective, uh, talking about issues from race to pop culture to 
art to black excellence, all sorts of amazing stuff. So definitely check that out. I just started listening to Tax Season. Tax Season is dope because it's, it's from the perspective of this dude from Brooklyn, straight hood, just real as ever. Amazing perspective. Um, I listened to the Joe Budden podcast. I was talking this with someone. Joe Budden, I really want to like him as an MC, but his point of view is just so whack to me sometimes. But he does have pretty good dialogue in the show. Lip service with Angela Lee, Angela Yee, the Combat Jack show. Um, so just Google all of these different podcasts. And, you know, all of us, if you're in the D.C. area, if you're in New York, if you're in Philly, if you're in Richmond, wherever you are, uh, Miami, when you listen, when you're driving home, when you're commuting 45 minutes each way, Put on a podcast, you know, laugh a little. It makes the time go by like that. So that's the hip hop minute today. We're gonna come back real quick with the warm up, and we're we're just gonna prep the conversation for when Danielle can join us, and it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. So tune in, and we'll be right back. Hold up, yo yo, we're back. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? Episode twelve. The idea of manhood. Thanks for tuning in. So, as I mentioned before, this was supposed to be a duo. This was supposed to be Danielle and I, but she can hang tonight. So, she's knocked out on the couch. Hey, like I said, working mom, hardworking. She deserves to get a little rest. But you know what? The show has to go on. And so, I'm, I'm conducting this show. We're doing this is the warm up, right? We're just going to lay the foundation. We're going to let it simmer. We're going to put the, the garlic and the butter in the pot and let it warm up. And, you know, when she comes in next week, we'll add the meat to it and, and everything else, right? So, um, we're talking about sex and, and actually Danielle thought to, you know, brought this to me off record saying, Hey, let's, we were talking about marriage in episode what, eight or nine, right? Together. We were talking about marriage and, um, we kind of dibbled and dabbled in talking about sex in that episode. But, you know, afterwards we're like, we really should do a sex episode because sex is extremely important to the relationship especially once you once you commit once you're married engaged whatever it is your level of commitment like in, in any relationship when you're an adult sex is to me one of the if not the most important tangible thing in a relationship so tangible so this is a thing that you can see feel alter adjust remove withhold like you know what i'm saying like romance is subjective you know uh intimacy is subjective um you know whether you cook or clean or pick up the all those things are how you help out around the house all those things are subjective right with sex it's tangible it's like right there and to me, in my opinion, as a man, this is the idea of manhood. As a man, I think that in relationships, we don't talk about it enough. We don't put enough emphasis in how important it is to a relationship, to a modern relationship, not even modern, to a relationship in general, right? I think that we just assume, I think people get married and they might be physically active, sexually active before they get married or before they commit or whatever. And they think that, hey, you know what? 
is good now, it's always going to be good. It's always going to be like this, you know, before the wedding, before the marriage, before the engagement, before whatever it is. We get it in, you know what I mean? Like, we got, we have our couple times a week, and you're like, hey, <laughs> I'm the man today, okay? And it's you, you really have that feeling like this is how it's always gonna be. You know what I'm saying? When you're entering a relationship, when you're entering a marriage, everyone excited, everyone's like, all, you know, every everyone's still exploring. You know, you're still figuring each other out. So, you know, the only way you can figure each other out when it comes to sex is by doing it. By by actually, you know, exploring. Get your cave lens on. You know, get your, your dark sunglasses. And, and you got to figure it out. And you figure it out by trying, failing, giggling, laughing. Ha, ha, ha. Everything's fun. Everything's cool. Right? That's at the beginning right but how do you get that how you maintain that how the 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 amount of intention that folks put behind their sexual relationship is absolutely one of the most if not the most important aspect of a relationship i put it way up there i put it at the top like i put it very very close to the top i can't quantify it right now but I put it so close to the top and I know that for me specifically, like I made it a priority. Like I, like if it, if it wasn't happening, if things weren't happening the way I wanted it to or the way I felt like it should, I'd be like, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, guess what time it is? You know what I'm saying? Like, because I don't I know me. Right. And I think a lot of men know themselves. And I think that this is just, hey, this is me talking off the cuff right now. But I think that a lot of men like know themselves, right? And when you start to think about the biology of what happens when you don't have, like if you're used to having sex and you don't have it for a period of time, for whatever reason, I'm not even thinking about why right now. I'm just thinking about the matter of quantity over a period of time. If you're used to having it X amount of times and then it goes down to this amount of time and it goes down and down and then it's not happening. That is that's how, in my opinion, marriages like there's just room for infiltration. There's room for an enemy to walk in and be like, yo, <laughs> what's what's uh your house okay? Your house is in order? No? Okay, let me take care of that for you. You know what I'm saying? And I just don't want there to be any room for any misunderstandings. Right? I don't want there to be... And I think that every marriage should, you know, put sex at the very top of their list. And what Danielle and I always argue about is like, look, what's more important, sleep or sex? And we're going to ask her this when she comes in, when, you know, we're able to talk with her. But for me, <laughs> I don't, I, look, I don't get tired. What do you say? I don't get tired. You know what I'm saying? Um, sleep means nothing to me when it comes, like, are you crazy? What is that about women? Like, I'm tired. Tired? Man, I can tired? What you tired for? I gotta use my country slave accent. What you tired for? 
like I, I that, Danielle and I argue about this all the time. We keep it so real, but I I can go without sleep if it means that it's gonna go. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that we need. We need a woman in the room to figure that out because I don't get it. Um, because you know, to be very honest and keep it real. Human nature says that if something is worth staying up for, you're gonna stay up for it. So hey, that means I gotta put the 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 eye back on me. Like, am I not doing something that you can't stay up? You know, is it you sleeping? You boring? Okay. Sometimes when I go to church, I get bored and I start yawning. I'm sorry, church. I'm sorry, God. You know my heart. Um, you know. But I'm not going to yawn when it's time to You know what I'm saying? So that's just something that I think I think couples just have to talk about that. You can't assume that just because you're married and you're happy, air quotes, and, you know, everything is going smooth, that your sex life is just going to automatically go into that groove as well. Because I'm just here to tell you that that's not how it works. Everything you do in sex in your sexual life has to be intentional. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that you want, whatever it is that you're looking for, regardless of how odd it might seem to you or regardless of how different it might seem or off the beam path it might seem, if you're in a committed relationship, it's your responsibility to express your needs and your wants and your desires to your partner. Now, there are, there is some responsibility in your partner, you know, to figure it out or to try to guess or to try to be, you know, um, to be responsive to what they think your needs are. But if they're not successful, then as adults, we have to say, yo, this is going to be a hard conversation. Uh, all that you're doing down there, it's, it's, it's not working. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do is what I need you to do is I need you to get on your handstand and I need you to shake it for real. You know, it's like whatever, whatever it is. And I feel like this is just, again, my perspective. I feel like we're scared to have those conversations in, in marriages and relationships where scared to have those hard conversations like you know a lot of a lot of women blame guys for oh your ego your ego's not gonna let you hear that what you're doing is not good listen for me again me all i care about is look i want you to be happy you know i want my wife to be happy when it comes to that area so if that means that you gotta tell me that yo all that all that movement all that sticking it in all whatever whatever it is you know that new move you got from the show it's not really translating um and i think it's okay to be like yo i feel stupid that hurt my like if someone tells you that you're not doing x y and z the way you think you are you might think you might envision yourself in in the bed like you know you're doing like superman like you just got the moves like Michael Jackson, like Jagger, right? Somebody's might have to break your bubble, but like, ooh, <laughs> that's not working. Um, that's gonna hurt, right? 
And for the person that's telling them, just because it hurts doesn't mean that you can't tell them again. Doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, less gentle. Doesn't mean that you have to not express yourself. You just got to take that. They have to take that, learn from it. And hopefully, if you're in a relationship that's worth anything, they're going to do what they have to do to blow your brains out. Not, not, no pun intended, but I'm saying just to make it, uh, make it great for, for both of you. Um, and so that's just, you know, that's the type of thing that I think we're not doing as couples and, you know, whether married or not. Um, and you know, whatever status you are, if you're in a relationship and you're sexually active, I'm a proponent of talk about it early and often. Okay, as I'm speaking from from the from the black community, I'm, I, I think that's safe to say. I think it's a generalization, but it might be somewhat honest that we don't grow up seeing positive images of sex. Like we don't see what I mean. Of course, you know we're not. You know, where do you see that? Like where do you see that? But I'm saying like we don't see intimacy on that level around us in my you know from my experiences from my friends experiences it's not like we grow up seeing our parents kissing or holding hands or you know smacking on a butt whatever whatever it is you know what i'm saying um we don't see that you know and i don't for me it's important i want my kids to see it sounds crazy but i think it shows a healthy physical relationship. i want to see I want my kids to see my wife and I kiss. I want my kids to see, you know, deep hugs and me, you know, grabbing a little booty. You know what I'm saying? I want my kids to see that as long as it's appropriate and nothing's disrespectful. You know, I want them to see mommy grabbing daddy, you know, grabbing my chest or shoulders or whatever, smacking my butt. I want to, I want them to see that because I, I want them to know that it's okay to express themselves sexually when it's appropriate that they have to have a gradual exposure to what's in, uh, to to what's appropriate otherwise you're leaving them to be groomed sexually by the streets by what their friends say at school and by what they see on TV and if you look at any TV show right now and what they're showing sexually it's out freaking landish you know, so I'd rather them see some positive messages and role models at home of what it means to be intimate, what it means to, you know, build that intimacy and what it means for their mom. And I want them to know that when mom and dad's door is closed, okay, when mom and dad's door is closed and you hear that, you know, genuine playing, that you might just go on downstairs, okay, you know, dad is doing a pony right now, I don't know, whatever it is, you know, I'm sliding across the room like Chris Brown, I don't know, but I, I think that eventually, not now, our kids are young, but as they get older, I feel like it's important for them to see and to know what that looks like what a happy couple looks like and the cornerstone in my mind of a happy couple is a strong sex life I, I i stand by that a happy couple has to communicate a happy couple has to be selfless and the happy couple has to have good sex boom those three things everything else all the people worried about money and credit and but 
all that thing, all those things can change the blink of an eye. But if you're not communicating, if people are only thinking about themselves and if there's no good sex happening, the marriage and the relationship is doomed, doomed from the start. So um, that's what I'm going to leave you all with. The three cornerstones of a happy marriage. One of the major cornerstones is sex and i just want people to talk about it i want people to be honest about it i want your feelings to get hurt so that you can build up from that and make it awesome for your partner um and and that means that i always say it ladies you gotta know your guy's number it's not all about the numbers but the number is important you know if a guy needs it's like you know you got every guy you know not every guy but a lot of people a lot of people in general not just guys like to work out right you might work out two days a week you might work out five days a week you might work out every day right but if you miss a workout your whole day is messed up like you know you overeat or you're just off your endorphins aren't pumping your blood isn't pumping the way it needs to it's the same thing with sex if you're used to having sex seven times a week more power to you let's say you're used that's the horrible example that's just way too much if you're used to having sex three times a week two times a week let's keep it real two times a week and four weeks go by and you have sex once your whole equilibrium is going to be all you're not going to be able to walk right you're not going to be able to think straight at work you know your eye might start to wander you know things might just be a little off you might be looking at uh i don't know you just might be looking at tv differently you might think taraji p henson is talking to you on empire like whatever it is you know so women i think have to know what that number is and guys have to know that women crave and need that intimacy and that romance and how are you gonna bridge that gap to get your numbers up you know what i'm saying um that's that's extremely important. I want people to talk about it as much and as early and as often as possible. Remember that is a keystone, a cornerstone uh, of every successful relationship is a strong and powerful and awesome sex life. So that's just my side. Hey, that's the, that's just me. Um, we're gonna have Danielle join us later on next week or whenever she can join us. And we're going to have a woman's perspective. We're going to have a conversation. It's still the idea of manhood. So I'm going to run it. But, you know, her voice will be here, too. Um, <laughs> no, nah, but thank you for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 12. Go back and listen to 11 and 10 and all the way back down to 2. Because 1 was whack. I'm telling you right now, episode 1 was horrible. Um, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, I really appreciate it as always. Hit me up, theideamanhood.com. Uh, hit me up at Mike at theideamanhood.com uh, for the email. And I'll holler back at y'all. Y'all have a good week. Peace.